And it's buffering. I'm trying to see what the. Hold on, let me start. Hold over again. Uh, give me one second real quick. Okay. Oh, there we go. We live. Woo! Finally. All right. Welcome to Loudwire Sports Entertainment, um, which we are a product of um, Sports Empire Network. Um, I have a special guest today, another fellow commando, Coach Couch the Commander. How you feeling today, my man? I'm good, man. You know, especially after you know a a loss on a you know on a Monday, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. You know, best I can be after a loss like this. <laughs> All right. Well, we you know this <laughs> this will be the episode two of the aftermath. Um, every Monday at seven. So we got a lot of topics to jump into, a lot of recap to go into. So I'm ready to hit that intro, and we're gonna dive into it. Hey. So amazing, uh, you see how they playing, uh, live wire, it's all about sports and entertainment, uh, you don't want to miss it, so official like you never seen, keep it going till the whistle blowing from the referee, uh, everything from highlights and stats, you know that we gotta run it back, whether on the field or the court, you know that this is where it's at, uh, subscribe, no delaying, uh, this is live wire, uh, sports and entertainment, let's go. All right, man. We back. We back in this. In this again. Um, like I said, it was one of those um, those things that we we kind of expected it. We had hope. I I I went into the game saying, okay, we could beat Dallas. No Dak Prescott, you know, but the sh- but it didn't show. It didn't show. Um. We started off slow. It's like the, since Jacksonville game, we have not started off um, fast at all. We it's like we wait till the game is out of hand before we can start making plays. But then by that time, the deep the team other teams' defense is changing personnel, so it makes it look like we we should have been doing this the whole game, but it's not. You know, it's just because the game is pretty much out of hand. You know. Winston is sacked number two times, but Dallas still apply a lot of pressure, uh, you know, on him. So, um, Coach, <clears throat> give me your analysis. What? Tell me what did you see from your perspective on of the game yesterday? Um, you know, this game it was interesting because obviously it wasn't like the Detroit game and it wasn't like the Philly game, but we found another way to lose football games. Um, this was a game where everything they, it was, it, I put it this way. We had million dollars. We had uh million dollar moves, but 10 cent shots mm. where essentially where we had opportunities. We also, we, I think the biggest thing was abandoning the run in the red zone. I think that was kind of one of the things I looked at, like just punch it in, in the red zone and just do what you got to do there. Mm-hmm. Then the penalties. I think the penalties that killed us where you look at, you know, you got penalized 11 times for 136 yards, especially for a team like this 
if you you know and and, and that's that was kind of the thing that we really didn't think Dallas. I mean that Dallas, but Washington really was you know they were pretty good when it came to penalties. They played pretty much clean football the last three weeks prior to this game. So yeah, that was kind of shocking. It was I figured because Dallas was kind of in in you know as far as one of be one of the most penalized teams going into this game. So it's almost like it was the inverse of it. Washington took care of business, like as far as if you look at on the stat sheet, like it's obviously, but it's those penalties that killed them. And then, like you said, and then the thing was the intentional grounding those in those first three possessions. And then it's almost like if you're in third and longs, you 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 you're putting a strain on everybody, mm-hmm. not just your offensive line. You're putting a strain on everybody. So it's almost like you're forced to, you know, you're forced to. You know, pretty much just you know, don't go out. You know, pretty much be desperation at that point. Third and twenty something. I remember one was like third and twenty three. Yeah. All those thirty longs. It's like you can't win football games that way. So it no. just gets to a point where you, you can't shoot yourself in the foot. You know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, there's when the game was ten fifteen, yeah. and I was like, okay. You know, if they could stop Dallas, don't give up no big plays. But no, lo and behold, man, it's just like when we could get close to a team, we end up giving a big play away. Now, there was one play when Dallas had scored um, when the C.D. Lamb touchdown, when um, William Jackson really didn't put no coverage on him. It was like he just was wide open on that, that yeah. in, um, across the middle. And it's like you see – William Jackson looked like he just backed off from the guy and just allowed him to just go free. Like he, like he got paid to to throw the game. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, you you making what? Almost what forty million? Yeah. And and you playing like garbage. There was one play he held. Um, Cam Curl got the interception. No, yep, face mask. Yeah, face mask. You know what I'm saying? Then you ride, the, you 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 getting beat, and then you all over the guy, the, the guy's back. Um, and I was like, come on, man. And I'm sitting here like Ron Rivera looking at the game. We all looking at the game from a distance, and I'm like, you can't pull this guy out. I mean, this guy is sitting. He's sitting here. It's like he's not even playing. You know, he was out last week. Um, St. Jude took his spot and played very well. And then um you got Derek Frost. You could have put you could have moved him, put switch him and Buck on Fuller and let him play the other corner and let Fuller stay out in safety. But Fuller's trash too. Him and William Jackson, <clears throat> I call them the special victims unit from Law yep. and Order. Yep. That's what they are. They victims out there. They they not trying to play defense. They just dare just to be there. And Ron Rivera, to me, he ought to see this. And hey, we four games into the season. And all of a sudden, you making the defense line look like trash because y'all can't even hold the back end. We already have issues with the linebacker situation. At least the cornerbacks and the safeties can uncle um hold it down there's only like what three people back there that really play plays good defense cam curl Derek for um, forest and um st jude you know only three that really play 
and then Percy Butler, I was calling for him to play more, yep. but he got hurt yesterday. Yep. I, and I didn't even know he was in the game, you know, the way the game was going. And then, you know, the de- the defense played, the defensive line played play pretty, you know, they put pressure as much. But when you got Cole Holcomb and you got Jamin Davis that can't cover a receiver across the middle, then is the the um, the pressure of the middle on the quarterback is is lost because the fact that matter is is that <coughs> Cole can't cover nobody he's slow you know so it, it's it, it's it's frustrating you know I, I listened to a lot of everybody from content creating yesterday frustrated I mean they they I mean did they like I'm like how they are I really want them. I mean, I want this season to go by where we could get rid of Ron Rivera. I know they ain't going to fire him middle of the season. They ain't going to fire his coaching staff. But he sits there and says the same things after every interview, and there's no change. There's no change at all. You know, you knew for a fact that your offensive line had took a hit. They looked really bad last week. You could have went out and, and call, made a call to Eric Flowers and said, hey, Eric Flowers, we want you to come back. But you ain't do that. You allow half our, you allow most of our talent off our defense linebacker and towards the defense, the defensive middle go because you didn't, you want to save money. Who knows where all the damn money is going because you 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 probably skimming off the top because you ain't you putting into use for nobody. You bringing all these cheap old people in, they can't keep up no more. They can't do it no more, and then <clears throat> and then um. All, all we do is um, look bad. Yeah, Carson Wentz, he's not who we thought he was, but at least <clears throat> provide him some kind of protection where he can make some something happen. They're not even getting the ball to Terry. And then when you do try to get the ball to Terry, you're forcing the ball to Terry. You know what I'm saying? Trey Turner, trash. Oh. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Novell, trash. trash. You know what I'm saying? Sam Cosby. He's about to be trash because he can't stay injured. You know, say so you let Tim settle, Matt Lionelis, Brandon Sheriff, but Brandon Sheriff didn't want to be there, just like um, Trent Williams didn't want to be there. And I, I love Trent Williams. I wanted him to be a Washington. Um, he remind me of um, Samuels, um, Chris Samuels, what we had when we had him back there. And I love, I, I always compare Trent Williams to him. All the time, and I wanted him to be a life redskin, but yep. they, they or Jay Gruden and all of them didn't want to do right. They want to do right, and they, everybody leaves. And regardless of all, all these talent, new talent that we get now, when it comes down to their contract, we might not even have them. We might have a whole new. If we let Ron keep doing what he's doing, we're gonna have a whole new people. I'm surprised we was able to bring Terry back. I'm glad we bring Terry back because if Terry was not coming back, <clears throat> we might as well tank. Right now, I looked at the draft order. We seventh right now in, in, in drafting right now if the draft was happening right now. So, and then looking at the rest of the schedule, you know what I'm saying? Um, it don't look promising. <laughs> at all, it don't look promising at all. Um, uh, Carson Wentz, twenty-five for forty-two, one hundred seventy yards. Yeah. Come on, man. Daddy. You 
you gave 38 yards to um, Samuel, Curtis Samuel. 43 was Dotson and that with the touchdown. John Bates. Why is John Bates in the passing game when you got Amari Rogers and Cole Turner back there? You could have used John Bates as an extra blocker on the line. Bill Belichick masked his offensive line when it's bad. He put either fullbacks, well, you don't got no fullbacks, but you put extra tight end, blocking tight end to stay in tight to help protect, use for protection. There's ways to protect this offensive line and protect Carson Wentz. Granted, Carson Wentz don't do himself no favors, but at the same time, you got to help him out. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I like what I saw for the running game. They could have kept they could have kept the running game going and used short passes to loosen up Dallas for a big play. They didn't do that. Um Jonathan Williams came in and had two big, great big runs. And you don't go back to him no more. You know, you use Antonio Gibson. He had just as much yards rushing than Antonio Gibson with less carries. So I mean, it's it's it, to me right now. It's just like Ron just having so many excuses. But I mean, he sit here and just keep talking, talking, talking. But you got to realize your offensive coordinator is trash. <laughs> this guy is trash, man. Yeah. You know. So, um, from the let me see, who was to me on defense? Who who was your standout people on defense yesterday? Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen and Cameron and, and, and Cameron Payne. God, I don't know why I keep Cameron and Deron Payne <laughs> mixed up. I don't know. They, it's a, I'm getting a basketball player confused with a football player. I don't understand yeah. why I do that. Cameron but, yeah. Payne little or too little for me. <laughs> right, right. I think those they they were solid. And that's the I, I would give them credit because obviously I go back to the day of the Christmas last year where they made the best play on defense and that was on the sideline. So but in this game, yeah. they came out and performed. And Jonathan Allen almost had a almost had a touchdown in the end zone. So mm-hmm. um he bought pressure. Uh he threw they threw the kitchen sink at, at um at Cooper Rush as much as they can. Those guys really stood out to me. But like you said, when it comes to and that's the thing where when we talked about like the coaching, that's what that's like I guarantee you, if we were sitting here last if it was Oct- fast forward to October 3rd, 2021. We still would talk about we would still would literally talk about you know William Jackson the third and and Kendall Fuller mm-hmm. and everything that we that you that you've discussed is something that we talked about last year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's where that's where that's the frustration comes from because of the simple fact of we're really regurgitating everything that happened last year and it's bleeding over to this year. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and that's the frustrating thing about all this, where it's like, like you said, into your point earlier, where what was, and obviously I know they they spent some money on Carson Wentz, but then you get rid of, and I, and I said the biggest issue was the defensive line, you, and especially how it was last year, where it was a revolving door, it was almost like 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 a carousel. Who you know, obviously we had injuries with Chase and then also, you know, Montez, um, yeah. you know, w- w- what happened with him um, towards the latter part of the season. And, and we needed that depth. And then you get rid of a guy like a Matt Nionitis, you get rid of Tim Settle. So, you know, it's just like, 
Yeah, it's just, but but uh, to, to your point where you know um, it's got to be um, Deron Payne and um, and uh, Jonathan Allen was very solid in that game, and um, I will give like Cam Curl and um, and you know Cam Curl some love too. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, um, and the, to, to your point, that depth on the defensive line because. Ron said, oh, well, we need to get depth. We need to get faster. We need to be nasty. We need to be – I ain't seen none of this. I know the dudes from Alabama could be dirt and down and nasty. But, yeah, you 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 drafted um, Kadarian Mathis, but at the same time he got hurt. But, yeah, but you then went out there and got no backup. You got Landon Collins sitting out there at home. You could have brought him in to help that linebacker core out a little bit more. But you allow – you like you said, we said, you allow Matt Lionis and Tim Settle to leave when they was one of the biggest contributors on that defensive front. Because guess what? With Chase, if we had them there, we could have just kept Chase out for a little bit longer. Now, we don't know what how Chase is going to feel when he come back. Um, especially having you know when that, especially game time, you know how he's gonna yeah. be able to rush the quarterback. Would that be able to help Montez sweat out? You know, Chase gonna have to get his win, gain speed up. It's gonna probably take him two to three games to get yeah. really game shape. So the def- the depth or the defensive tackle spot is the main issue that we need to solidify. Um. Yeah, we got other backups, but guess what? Yep. You know, if Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen ain't up front, then doom guys gonna run on us. They gonna run on sure. us. And lo and behold, I, I was looking for Philly with um Jalen Hurts to run the ball on us more than what he did. Yeah, right. That was my main concern in that game. Yep. I didn't expect for the defense to come out and just start running all over us. We got um, who we got out? We got Tyler Lawson and Chase Rullier out. Don't know, don't know when they're gonna come back. That right then, if that helped. Back. Yeah, if they come back, you know what I'm saying. And then we got well, Brian Robinson supposed to be well. He's cleared. He's not activated yet. Yeah. But Ron Rivera said, "Oh well, I um." Hope that you know he'd be ready for week five. Me personally, not right now. If y'all gonna run the ball and do some, you know, stretch plays for him, yeah, I could see him. But I, me personally, I still won't even let him play yet. I won't bring him in. Not against Tennessee. I might say, right. yeah, against Chicago, yeah. You know, so that would be Chicago will be a good game for him to work himself back in. Not against Tennessee. You know, what I'm saying because. Lo and behold, going into that Tennessee game, I don't even I I don't I'm not even picking us to win. I even, I I went as far as having us losing the next two games because I look at the stretch of schedule that we have. By the time we by the time we get to our um our bye week, we could literally be we could literally be like um one and one by one, one and thirteen. I think that's like twelve games. One, one and twelve, yeah. something like that. So yeah, yeah. By week what week fourteen? Yeah. So yeah, so, we'll play. Thir- yeah, so we'll play fourteen games. Yeah, because well, yeah. no, it could be thirteen. Yeah, it's five more left at the. Yeah. Five week, so yeah, so we, 
I mean, we could probably literally – I don't see us winning no more than four or five games. And that's and that's because I'm giving Chase an opportunity to assert himself on defense. But it don't matter what our defensive line do. It's just the back end that we can't get right. So you can't – if you're going to keep William Jackson and Fuller as your cornerbacks, there is no way our defense is going – I mean, you literally will have to blitz every down just to create some kind of pressure. You can't blitz teams that has quarterbacks that can get the ball out of their hand fast. You know, you got – I mean, you got to take advantage of guys that hold the ball long. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't want – me personally, if they do play Brian Robinson, get him less snaps. Just work yourself in. Let him come in on third down or something like that. Or for, give him a first down carry. I want just try to keep running, but Ron Rivera, I, I, he doesn't know how to. To me, I just think he don't know how to manage the team. Yeah, he, you got guys that got good character, but at the same time, sometimes you got to get nasty. You got to be. You gonna have to get physical. You gonna have to get on. You gonna have to talk to your offensive coordinator. You gonna say, look, you gonna have to create some plays. It's like one minute we have a good quarter, and then the next three quarters we don't do nothing. Then we be poor for three quarters, and then when the game is out of hand, we start trying to come up with all of these different plays. And then, too, and on the injury front now, Deshaun Dotson might be out for two weeks. Yep. So with that, he got, he tweaked his hamstring. He said, he said that he'll be ready to roll this weekend, but I don't. I don't think me personally. I'll let him sit out. If it yeah. takes two weeks, I'll let him sit out two weeks. Yeah. You could bring Deami Brown in, or and you got Cam Cam Sims there, so you can let those guys come in and play, get some playing time. Yeah. But at, but now 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 this is what they're gonna do. Now they're gonna try to force the ball to Terry because the um Dotson and out. But you can't do that because you got to use both of them together. One is a little – both of them guys is dynamic. You got to use both of their skill set together on the field. I understand that Carson Wentz had this chemistry with Dotson through OTAs and training camp because um, Terry didn't sign yet. But still, that's your moneymaker. Terry got signed that big contract for a reason. And it's like Scott Turner just do not go his way. It's, all, they, it's like they trying to force feed – Curtis Samuels all the time. And Curtis Samuels, I mean, certain things that he do, yeah, have packages for him. But when it comes down to getting that ball downfield, um, give it to Terry. Uh, um, my, um, my my girl, um, Sports Adelic, me, she called me last night. <laughs> and she was, you know, she was talking about the game. And we ran off some, you know, we ran off some names. And the one name that we said that we should have kept was Andre Carter. Yeah. We yeah. we literally let him go for nothing. I remember him last year when, I think when Taylor Heineke was playing, Taylor Heineke found him in the middle. The dude has a high vertical. He's very dynamic. The stuff, and when Curtis Samuel was, had, you know, was out most of the year, he stepped up in that spot. And he was our punt and kickoff return guy. Yep. Dax Milline ain't good. He's slow. I, he's slow, and then you put him in a receiving game. It's like these guys is like 
they are literally handpicked by Ron Rivera. Literally handpicked by him. I mean, and it's and it shows because you could tell now, I could tell now that these team, these players in this locker room is getting Terry ain't saying much, but you best believe he's frustrated. You see Chase Young on the sideline yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. he looked at him and Michael Parsons, and apparently they had some words. But he, Chase looking over there and said, dang, you know, Michael Parsons having this having this phenomenal year. He do, he's like a literally a one-man record crew for Dallas. We we even though we got a good front, we need a we need a linebacker like that. We need we, we got one. And it's and it's Jack Del Rio's fault. That J- Jamie Davis can, can can be Michael Parsons if he puts him in situations. I, I'm telling you, I think that's a Jack Del Rio problem. Well, they, we got one, but we ain't utilizing them. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing about because I looked at what the Philly game, he got a sack on. Um, he got a sack. Um, on um Hurts, and he got a sack on. I guess um, what's the boy Jared Goff? Jared, yeah, in, in Detroit. But the bad thing about it is, you can't make him a pass cover linebacker. He's not built that way. Like his right. He he is made to be close to the line, side to side, and blitz. blitz. Remember, remember when we had Brian Arapole? They try to use him the same way. Yep. And he and, and Brian Rappo used to get torched all the time. Right. And guess what? And get and guess what happened? Um, we end up trading him, but yep. but at the same time, we 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 called him a bust because he wasn't utilized right. Exactly. Line, linebackers like that has to be explosive to the line of scrimmage against the run and against um, right. and and pass pressure. You ha- when you have you have to find linebackers like you. There was one point in the game yesterday that <clears throat> I said, okay, they had Terry in the slot. Terry ran. Michael Parsons backed off. He knew it was a pass, but he he took Terry. But at the same time, while Terry was drawing that attention, you could have you could have do a screen pass to um, Antonio Gibson, and that would have took Michael Parsons out to play, and. And, and then we're to free them up. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. And, and, this, and this is what we keep. And this, and this is a shame. You and I can devise a better game plan than damn Scott Turner. Yeah. Because to a point, you have to adjust. You mm-hmm. get sacked nine times last, well, not last week, but against Philly. You didn't get that, but obviously, it was a bad product of, of, you know, he didn't have enough time to throw. You got two, this, you don't have your two prototypical running backs like mm-hmm. in, in yesteryear. You got two guys that can, that can get screen passes and this and the third. And the run game was great. Like, yeah, I think you had, I think that run game had what, 136 yards. Yeah. All together. No, no, it was, um, uh, what was it? It was 142, my bad. Yeah. So, that opens up everything. That opens up an opportunity. You had three run, three guys, you know, that that had success. And like I said, we talked about an abandonment. That's the problem. Where I don't like to me. I don't think this team has a personnel problem. I think it's just more so of 
the coaching and putting these guys in the proper position. Like you said, Jamin Davis could be a Michael Parsons, but no, you you don't utilize him that. And like it's almost to a point, like 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 last year. Remember how like Landon Collins was getting torched, duh, because he was coming off an Achilles, so he's not as fast as he is. But once it, but what they end up happening? I don't know. Some bizarre reason once they dropped the linebacker, he played his best football, and that's mm-hmm. just like that's where it's like the adjustments. There's no adjustments. It's almost like you're going into these games week in and week out, and you're not adjusting anything, even. Even their force force was saying against the Detroit game, it's almost like they knew what we were doing. Mm-hmm. If he's saying that, if he's saying that, and, and and can say that comfortably, yeah, that's it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, it is because the the fact of the matter is is that like last year when London College was playing safety, he didn't want to go in the box, but they right. made him go when they when they finally made him go in the box. He was so effective. He was so effective. We didn't. We wasn't really getting, you know, torched across the middle. He was making him and Jamin Davis was making plays on the ends and everything like that. And he was. And then they used Leonard Collins to blitz a lot, to blitz the quarterback. And I believe he had a couple of sacks last year when he moved down there. And we went on a four game winning streak, and we was having. Rash of injuries then. Right. Chase Young got hurt in the Bay Cha- game. Yeah. yeah. And Montez Sweat broke his jaw. Um, yep. uh, um, we had people out with COVID during that time. Oh, yeah, so, even even Taylor. Yeah. So so therefore, there's ways to do things, but the co- like you said, the coaching is not putting these guys in the right position. They allow these guys to just to roam over. There is a literally a picture that was just going around the internet. I don't know if you've seen it, but they show, um, I think Michael Parsons blitzing somebody was, um, and then it showed the two line, offensive back, linemen. yes, yeah, tackling each other. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and that's not the that's not the first time it happened. The last right. game, right, against Philly. So who's coaching these guys to be? To to block and y'all running into each other, right. this this what makes us literally a dysfunctional franchise. When you when you see stuff like this and you like, come on now, Ron Rivera, you gotta be you gotta be seeing the same thing we seen. The offensive line coach gotta see the same thing we seen. There there's nothing that stupid about trying to get these guys. Um. What's going on, Scrub? Salute to you, bro. Um, Appreciate it. Um, that's one of the guys that I was telling you that be on um, my roundtable on Wednesdays. Okay, he, a, yeah. he, he a Giants fan. He a good and, guy. And, and see, and that's I'm, I'm not be quiet. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Then. But 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 you see, even and that's the thing where frustrates about this team since Ron Rivera's been here, and we we had that seven and nine team, seven and nine team. You see, every team has improved. Philly used to be was like the laughing stock, obviously, but then they they showed their lineup and they did their thing. Dallas was kind of doing their thing, obviously, without having Dak. They kind of struggled, but they mm-hmm. they kind of re, they rebounded, obviously, won the division last year. And look at the Giants. Now, Giants now have a coach in Brian Dayball, and he's mm-hmm. turned around. They're winning games in the fourth quarter. They're actually, you know, they're winning and they're winning games. 
Exactly. And, and right. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You know, go finish. And, right. And and where and where Washington's at? Still in that 79-2020 season. It's literally it's almost it's almost like the situation is almost like you know, you're 40 years old, you still talk about high school. It's almost like what 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 year can we really hang our head on in this administration? The 79, even though I got I got the head on, so it's almost like I'm being contradicted, you know, you know, but 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 you but the thing about it, you're finding ways to win. Yeah. That and that's a credit to Brian Dayball and his staff. They're finding ways to win and putting people in positions to win versus here, it's it's not happening. We we more out of position than we are in position, and you know, like like Scrooge just said, you know, they put Saquon at quarterback yesterday. If we if the Giants could find solutions, or Dallas could find solutions, you know, even um, shoot, um, look at the Jets, look at all of these other teams, man. They find a ways to you know either keep themselves in the game or have a chance to win the game. Right. You know, Jacksonville lost yesterday, but they had tur- they had a lot of turnovers, but they were still in the game. Fight. They fought. They and fought. we we don't have to be honest, there's probably a few guys on this on this team that fight, really have the heart or passion that really fight. Yep. Everybody else, it's just it's just like Ron Rivera. He just he had the same expression every day he doesn't then when the media asks him a tough question you get mad you you want to you know act like oh well it's 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 the media fault for asking the question well guess what you're not doing you're not doing the things that you're supposed to do as a coach because i wouldn't be letting jack the real off the hook if i was the coach and I told him like this here. I said, "Look, you either get the defense together, or you your job is your job. We're gonna do an evaluation on your job after this after the, uh, the next two games." Same thing with Scott Turner. If they got a quarterback coach there, elevate him up. I I keep saying this all the time, and people just you know I know people hear me. When Ken Dorsey was his quarterback coach in Carolina, mm-hmm. doing was the best years for Cam Newton. It was the best years, but guess what? Ron Rivera got rid of Cam um, Ken Dorsey. Yep. Ken Dorsey went back to coaching college. Nobody heard of him at that time. Guess what happened to Cam? He started sl- falling off. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Ron Rivera didn't make, and then you 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 let him stay under Scott Turner. Scott Turner can't develop a quarterback. He barely could. He could. He could barely call plays. You need somebody that's innovative. You need somebody with a sharp mind. Look, 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 look at Josh Allen. Even Brian Dable was there, but look what he still yeah. look. But Ken Dorsey was that quarterback coach. Yep. He took him to the next level because remember, he used to be a game manager. Remember how yeah. people look at Josh Allen as a game manager, not yep. a gunslinging quarterback, MVP candidate like he is now. I keep I keep saying this, but people, I'm telling you, man, we had a chance to get Josh Allen that year. Yeah. We had it, and I called for it. I kept calling. I said, man, we need this guy. We need this guy. This dude got a big arm. He's tough. He's tall. We had Justin Hubert on deck. We couldn't get – we we bypassed all of these guys. Yep. For what? Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace, my friend. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, and honestly, to, to his credit, 
And I think that's where I think Kevin O'Connell and I think Kevin O'Connell should have took the reins as our interim head coach instead of Bill Callahan. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking I'm really and like you said, I like you say, you know, you know, rest, rest in peace, Dwayne. But I think he was emerging. I think if if that Kevin O'Connell and Dwayne Haskins relationship would have kind of gave it some time, I think yeah. Kevin O'Connell was cooking some stuff up for him. Yeah, but you it's see, just, it was just a matter of time. Yeah, but you see where you at right now? Isn't it? Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All, cr- all, think. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And think <laughs> about this. To, think about, about all to. this, all this young talent we had in this building, and that's what that's it frustrates me because, like you said, like tonight we got we got the Rams and the 49ers. We had our former offensive coordinator, our former quarterback coach, our former tight end coach. And Sean McVay, like mm-hmm. we've had all these guys. You think and Mike McDaniel was here? Mike McDaniel was here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kevin O'Connell, he was here. Arthur Smith was here. Yep. You know, so you know, so we've had and um, Lafleur, Lafleur yeah. was here as well. Like we, we had them had, all. We've had them all. Like we, <laughs> we had them all. Literally had all these guys, and, and it's just and it's a shame. And what we settled with, Jay Gruden. And then and then Ron Rivera. Yeah. I was like, and we, and we and, let them all out the door. We let them out all the out the door. Out the door. Right. Sean McVay could have Sean McVay probably would have took us to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and and that's my thing. And, and, and like I knew he was gonna be sought off that he turned a fourth round quarterback and Kirk Cousins to a perennial four thousand yard um four thousand yard passing, you know, a, a passer. Yeah, and a guy that got the first ever guaranteed contract in NFL history. Where you think they came from? You know, Sean, Sean, Sean McVay and all of them. Yeah, right. you know, and, so. and, and Kirk Cousins. He Kirk Cousins. Um, Kirk Cousins had got that. He got his money, yep. and then he left because they didn't. They would. They didn't value him. They should have valued. Right. Even though I had my little gripes about Kirk Cousins, but I, Kirk Cousins, when he's on, he's on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the thing about it. He, the only thing about Kurt that I not that knocks on him is his turnovers. His turnovers yeah. is, it kills him. What's up, David Valentine? He told about our coaching staff is hot trash. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, you ain't you ain't getting no you ain't getting no argument here, my friend. And yeah. um, but we had everybody, man. Yeah. I mean, I but that goes to the GMs that we had. We had um Bruce Allen there. Bruce Allen didn't want to pay nobody. That's why, I, we, yeah. that's why we lost Trent Williams. That's why we lost Kirk Cousins. That's why we lost half our coaching staff. They, he, Bruce Allen really, and, and Jail, yeah, you know, Daniel Stein had to take some of the blame because you allowed Bruce Allen to run the franchise. Yep. Yep. And Bruce Allen ran half of our talent away. You know what I'm saying? Because you, was, you kept paying trash over the hill players and then when you finally got rid of him, and then you brought a, another coach that had that same mindset, yeah, you mix, you sprinkle a little bit of talent, young talent here and there, but you still keep it old. You got to go completely young, and you got you got to let them go. You're gonna have to go if you're gonna go through the hardship of a three year plan or five year plan. Yep. Then you're gonna have to go draft all young. Bring them up, tackle free agency, bring peace, skilled people in, and then find your, and then find your quarterback. Even if you had to go with a backup for right now, 
Because guess what? The route we going, exactly. I would be if we if the season ended today and we at seventh, we pick seventh, man. Do you know Rondo will probably just draft another quarterback and we got Sam Howell sitting right there? Right. That's how dumb they are. They they won't think about what we need. The first the first pick I will be trying to get is an offensive lineman. So, so I mean somebody that yeah. <laughs> right. I me personally, I will draft offensive lineman three straight rounds. Even if I had to trade up or trade back for multiple picks, that will be my sole focus right there. And then the rest yeah. of the draft will be linebackers and cornerback. Hey, you know what's so crazy about all this stuff? And that's and the thing that's frustrating about the NFL is people think that all you that you that people, you know, like you and I will talk about this type of stuff like it's easy, like as if like we know the NFL gives you clues of how to be successful in this league. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, and keep on bringing up the San Francisco point. What do they do with every team should do? If you're in the midst of, of you know turning over this team, you need to have a you need to hire a GM first and let the GM hire the coach that they want. The GM and so they work in lock and step. So when it comes to personnel moves, they know they are in concert with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. You you know, you get guys and in this and this and like I said, this is no knock to you know to Dwayne or whatever, but like like there was a disagreement about drafting Dwayne. Yeah. Because obviously Snyder wanted because obviously he uh, he has ties to Damatha. So he mm. went and got him there. RG3. Oh well I loved watching him on Saturday nights. That you know and you know Shanahan really didn't want him. He he yeah. wanted Ryan Tannehill. He really wanted he was trying to go for Ryan Tannehill at that time. So good thing we didn't correct. <laughs> well no you know what in a sense, I don't know. I, I, I think he would have been okay if he's if he was in a good offense. And I think that's another thing too, where you know he started getting you know started getting a lot better once you know um, yeah once he in Miami. Is it? <laughs> I give him incomplete Miami. I mean, it was a, a mess. I mean, you had Joe Philbin there. You had all kind of yeah you know chaos that that went on in in in, uh, in Miami at the time. But that's just one of those where it's just like. You have to. The thing is, you it's got to be cohesion. I think Dan Snyder just got to get out the way and let the GM run this show, and let the GM take over and get the coach that he wants. So those, so those two can be locking stuff when it comes to personnel. Yeah, I agree with you because he want to be like Jerry Jones, and right? You can't be like Jerry Jones. You see what Jerry Jerry Jones doing to Dallas right now? He's yeah. he he's too much in a way. Instead of that, his from like yep. you got Jason Wright as our team president, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got Martin May, he was supposed to be the general manager, but he ain't call, he ain't making no moves. Ron Rivera making all the moves, right? Because remember he got hired. Because remember Ron Rivera was a GM from the start, and that's and that's when I knew it was gonna be a, could be put bad because you can't just hire a coach. And we've we've always done this because mm-hmm. remember because remember. Uh, the late John, um, John, um, uh, uh, was this John Fossil? The, remember the old coach for the Giants, the one before, uh, John Fossil. Yeah, John Fossil. Yeah, you know R.I.P. as well. Remember he was supposed to get a job, and then Jim Zorn was supposed to be like a special teams coach or cut yeah. third. And uh-huh. then I think something that happened with Fossil, and then that's how that's how um, Jim Zorn became the head coach here. And it's yeah. just like 
you can't run organizations, successful organizations like this. No. And this is like, and, and it's not one of those, it's like, you, and that's one of the things, like, especially when it comes to that, you, that, there's research. And it's not even research. It, it's, it's in your face. It's not even, like, so you don't go these out, these, you know, yeah, gym fast. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's to a point where it's just like, I don't, I don't understand, like, you be around these owners. You know how their secret sauce. Exactly. It's, so it's not like, oh, I got to go and do my homework. They give you the plan. It's a blueprint. It's right there and there. But everybody, and that's how the NFL is. Everybody deviates from the plan. And we all know the plan works. You just have to execute it. And it's Man, look, look, um, look at Sean McVay's plan, what he's doing with them. He got, he, he switched his quarterbacks. He went to the Super Bowl with one. But he said, oh, that's not enough for me because he already maxed out Jared Goff as much as he could. He needs somebody that could get put the ball a little bit further, you know, with a better arm strength, arm talent. Matthew Stafford, been buried in Detroit for so long, come over there, got max, maximized his, his talent. Then you think about the 49ers. The 49ers' bread and butter is their defense because even when um, – What's the black coach that used to be with them um, before? Um, oh, was San Francisco? Yeah. Um, shoot, I can't. Who's the head coach? Oh, Is my it God. Oh, he, um, he, he was the Chicago Bears linebacker back in the, the day. Oh, Mike um, Singletary. Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, back, way, way back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mike yeah. Singletary. <laughs> but they didn't like Mike Singletary because he was too rough on them. But guess what? Yep. He had them boys in the right direction. And then yep. I think that's when um what Shanahan took over after uh, that yeah well Harbaugh remember Harbaugh, Harbaugh yeah Jim. Jim Harbaugh Harbaugh yeah King. Harbaugh and, and then, then he wanted to go back to college so and then, and then Shanahan and then uh, I remember they had two little rough because they remember they had uh Chip Kelly for one year remember they had Chip yeah, Kelly yeah. And, like Jim yeah, Tom, they had, something like that they had a, and that's another thing too where they like these teams they show you how to be successful like. And it's not like something that's like hidden. Like nope. you have to have, and, and like, and like you said, even with the Rams situation, as you know, Sneed, you know, Sneed and um and McVay, they work hand yeah. in hand because you just look at what they did. Like they, you know, and you see how they literally don't have no trap picks, but yeah, look what they've done with those trap picks. Like, and that's something that the two probably agreed upon. I mean, I know it probably wasn't a, as easy as smooth, but they were on the same page versus, you know, not having that situation. But yeah, it's almost to a point where, you know, that's the pressure on the GM. You got to hire yeah. the right coach because that, that coach is going to be, you know, that's going to be, um, it's going to pretty much who do you trust as far as your job security, as far as from a head coaching perspective. Yeah. So, and he, that's he, the next thing. Yeah. You can look at um Andy Reid over there, you know, with his yeah. what everybody is over there. Yeah. Um, like you say, Mike Medaniels, you know, he's doing a good job. Um, Brian Dable over there. Uh, and yeah. to my I'm telling you, Ken Dorsey's name is going to come up by the end of this year or next year yeah. as a as a head coach. Yeah. Me per- everybody that I follow do con- create creation on there, we all have said this. We need a young, innovative coach. No knock on Ron Rivera. I think his time has passed. I think this coaching staff is trash. I think they don't they don't know. 
Um, I think Scott Turner is in the same situation with Jay Gruden because Jay Gruden was over there in Cincinnati with doggone um, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. They could not get to the playoffs. They get there and then they kick out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, the thing about it is, is that he finally get a head coaching job and he still didn't do anything good. And then now, well, I guess he's somebody. He's doing something for somebody. So he was the Rams. Now I think uh, he's like an offensive consultant with the Rams. I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, th- these are the things. And and you look around the league, you see everybody's trying to improve. The Jets are even trying to improve. Yeah. Um. Look what P- Pittsburgh did. Pittsburgh is still Pittsburgh, and they benched their quarterback. Me personally, the way I feel right now. Everybody said, well, what difference is it going to make to put Heineke or Sam Howell in if our offensive line? But guess Huge difference. Mm-hmm. Guess um, Yeah, Mike Zimmer is a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yep. Mike, Zim- yep. Mike Zimmer. Yep. And Mike Zimmer down there with Deion Sanders. Yeah. And boy, he he hated he hated our boy Kirk Cousins. Boy, boy, boy he, he was hated like, some Kirk Cousins. Boy. Kirk got he ran out of Minnesota. <laughs> And look what he is. He down there with Dion Jackson. and all Dion yep. down there with Dion. And guess what? They Jackson, I mean, man, Dion is on another level. We'll talk about Dion another time. Right. But the thing about it is, is that we um I said um Scott Turner is the same class as Jay Groom because they they not great offensive coordinators, you know. Um Mar- uh, Jay Groom was right there with Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis was the coach for Cincinnati for about almost two decades, and they probably only went what two pl- went to the playoff two times under his tenure. And then we hired Jay Groom because he was an offensive coach. He did nothing, you know. Yeah. Andy, if you look at Andy Dalton, he's a good service of backup quarterback, but he, I mean. They didn't really, he didn't really do anything. If you look at his career, it re, I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't like something eye popping, you know. But we we have lost so many, and the names that the four names that I'm about to mention right now, these are the names you're gonna hear at the end of the season: Ken Dorsey, um, Eric B. Enemy, um, what's the um, um, somebody also has said. Ben Johnson from the Lions. Um, uh, what's the guy named um, right there at Tampa? Oh, shoot. Uh, Brian, Baron Leftwich. Brian Leftwich. Watch what I tell you. You're going to hear these four names, and guess what? <laughs> we ain't going to jump on neither one of them because we're going to stick with Ron Rivera. The only way Ron, if Ron Rivera stays, he's going to have to get rid of Jack Real. And he gonna have to get rid of um, Scott Turner, and he gonna have to pull some. Me personally, um, Rick Lashley, he, well, he's coaching SMU right now, mm-hmm. but he was the offensive coordinator for the Miami Hurricanes for Tyler Van Dyke. If I was, if the offense that we have. I would have had. I would. I would call down there and say, "Hey, Rick, um, Lashley, you want to come coach, um, be offensive coordinator in the pros, and coach up some some men how to how to a real offense. Take that. Take you. Sometimes you got to go outside the box. You can't just stay inside the box because guess what? They ain't that much offensive coordinators in the NFL right now. Um, 
um, somebody got me on Facebook, um, got a message on there. I can't see it, but anyway, um, you got to go outside the box to get some of these younger coordinators that's in college development. Look at Lincoln Riley brother over there at um, TCU. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is the stuff that I watch all the time in college football. Um, Valentine said, Yeah, what y'all think about Daryl Bevels and Brian Schottenheimer as head coach profits? I Schottenheimer, I'll, but I, you know what. Because obviously I didn't think Scott Turner, because obviously Scott Turner is Noel Turner's son, and then Brian Brian Shaw uh, late Marty. Yeah, they were there as well. They had a cup of coffee, which that's that's another, that's another night where he should have he should have stayed. He shouldn't have had a cup of coffee in Washington. He should have stayed for a long haul. But yeah. that's Daniel Snyder's fault. I'm gonna leave that alone tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave that alone tonight because I'll be here at <laughs> midnight to talk about. Yeah. How how Marshawn Hatch should have been his coach. Yeah, you know, should, should, all should, ball coach. Yeah, should have been there. <laughs> I mean, and my, I thought you know when when Ron Rivera had that sit down talk over the season with um with um Joe Gibbs, I thought it was going to like help him. You know, you okay. know where you like okay, Joe Gibbs did it with three different quarterbacks. He did it with you know. He took them, but at the same time, yep. he put he put dynamic weapons around these guys. Yep. You can't, but somebody that had a knee injury, you know, saying like um um Carson Wentz, he's shell shocked. He's not com- he's not comfortable no more. His comfortability is gone because his he part of his athletic ability was running a running the ball out of pocket, being reckless, and you can't be reckless. He overthrows. He had so many overthrown pass yesterday. Then he had some in the dirt, you know what I'm saying? But then you said the same thing after every game. I got to get better. Okay, you four games in the season. If you ain't, you've been in this league for five or six years, you should know what getting better is. You know what I'm saying? You, you should not be sitting here, oh, I got to get better. Oh, I got to get better. Because guess what? If you, if you continue to do the same thing, then as I see it, we ain't got no use for you. We ain't got no use for you no more. And that's why I say at this point right now, bench him. <laughs> Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin bench um Mitchell Trubisky without a blink in his eye. Yeah. You can either let Heineke, even though Heineke he doesn't have a strong arm to push it down the field. Well, what harm does it mean is gonna hurt to let Heineke get a few games and see where we at? And then if we still Ain't where then say, hey, you know what? Sam Howe is the rest is yours for the rest of the season. Build your resume up. Let's see what you get. We can build around you. But this coaching staff don't think like that. Because they gon' they gonna they don't want to put them out there because I tell I tell you this, if, yeah. if Sam Howe or Honey Key touches the field with the weapons we got, you best believe. Carson Wentz days is well. It will be number as soon as he get the bench, hit the bench. Yeah. But and we had won games with Taylor Heineke. You know what I'm saying? We had lost games with him, but we had won games with Taylor Heineke. I guarantee you, Sam. Mm. I don't want to sit in that pocket like that. He would have ran out of that pocket. He would have made sure. Dallas. 
he would have made Dallas and Philly honest. Taylor Heineke would have made them honest by using their athletic ability. You know what I'm saying? Even though Tyler Heineke is just a tad bit short. But at the same time, yeah. you Ron Rivera got to understand, okay, we four games in the season. All right, we about to get in our fifth game. Okay, we're going to stick with um, Carson Wentz. Okay, if Carson Wentz looks bad against Tennessee and we lose that game, you got to you gotta cut your losses with him, man. You can't sit here and wait till you get eight games into the season. Yeah, and the thing with the Carson Wentz situation is, like, they just need to find ways to put him in a position where he's comfortable. Like, I think you that run game, you need to, you need to do that run game. And you also – you need to have screens. And that's going to yeah. definitely help loosen the penetration on that line yeah. where he'll have time. Because he does – that. think about it. If he, if he do some, you know, some run plays – the runs are successful. We get maybe about five, six yards, uh, you know, a carry or whatever on those plays. We kind of do some screens, you know, yeah. just move the ball down the field. And then what that's going to open up is that's going to open up lanes where Carson Wentz can, I wouldn't say, I don't think he's going to be able to doing seven, seven step drops anymore, but he can have a little bit more time to throw it because, and that's the thing where they have to, they, they have to, open it that way because it's you have you 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 gotta keep that defense kind of like second guessing because they mm-hmm. know and then like you saying and then this whole hesitation the hezzy and and, and 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 the pump fake you can't do that like especially like in 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 those moments where it's like you're pump faking is like they know where you're going they they, yeah. they try so it's almost like he and that's really where and I think even if you were to bench like you know him it's you you put Taylor Haneke and them in, in Wolves as well, where it's just like yeah. one of those where it's just and my thing is with it, it's just like if he gets benched, it's like that's his career. I wouldn't say I hate to say it like this, but well, his, his career, career is over. a starter. His career, his career is a start. It's over. Like he's gonna yeah. be, he'll be, he'll be having a tablet for the rest of his career. He'll be sitting on the sideline with a tablet. Him, him and Baker, him and Baker Mayfield, but they're running neck and neck right now. Yeah, and that's sad because. Obviously, he was the number one overall pick, and then Carson was the number two overall pick. And yeah. we're not talking about guys who was like two. This like these are recent. Like Baker's two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Carson Wentz is what two thousand and fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. So it's like these guys should be in their prime. Especially like a Carson Wentz. Yeah. Like Carson Wentz is only thirty. He's not even thirty. I, mean, he, I think he is thirty now. Yeah. But that's where you're like, and yes, and you know, that's where I'm just like, it's. It's strange, like how that, how everything is coming, and how this is happening to both of them. Yeah, and it's just and, and like Carson Wentz, yeah, and it's in the starting is really reminding me of like Donovan McNabb ish mm-hmm. nice, where you we're so used to kind of seeing because Carson Wentz, you know, in his heyday, as far as because he used to wreck shop in the NFC East, he yeah. was one, and and that's where it's like those, you know. And he used, and I remember all those plays, like a lot of those, like he used to burn us, like on third and longs, and like he used to like get evade tackles and get out of pressure, like yeah, because you know yeah, they, they, yeah. they, you know they used to compare him to Ben Rothenberger, uh huh, and yeah. I was like, and I was looking, at it, I said, dang, he does remind me of Ben, and then when he got injured, that just took everything. It, it's the out. same. It was the um, I call it the RG three effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once you get, once wow. you got hurt. Now, yesterday, they they had a next gen st- next gen stats. Um, it called they had a weekly wrap up on Carson Wentz, and it said his 
two point five on um, two two point fifty eight second to throw Sunday was tied for his ninth fastest since 2008 and um he only had 11 games total in that span under 2.6 seconds now okay if if that's the case for that then what you should have done you need to like to me i think i don't see him and scott turner working so close together i just it don't look like it because like it was a point yesterday when he came off the field um, Ron Rivera had his arms crossed. He didn't say nothing to him. He ain't pulled him to the side, talked to him. Carson Wentz just went straight back, and then you saw Ron Rivera then kind of like walk behind him. I'm like, y'all, talk. y'all, talk. Communicate, talk. You know what I'm saying? And, and my thing is, is what, Scott Turner, why in the hell are you on, on the field now? Because last year, obviously, it was in the booth, and I figured the move for him to move on the field was, in essence, to become more communicative to you know Carson Wentz and, and yeah. to the quarterbacks. That's why it gets me confused. I'm almost like you might as well just go back upstairs. Yeah, because he does. He doesn't do anything. He don't sit there. Like I watched Brian Leftwich and Tom Brady every time they, even when Josh McDaniels was the <laughs> offensive corner for Tom Brady, they they sit on the sideline together, look at that tablet, work out certain things. You, you, you literally could see the difference when they go back out the next series. It, it's a whole difference. Even Patrick Mahomes, even though Brian, uh, Eric B. Enemy be getting into him, but guess what? That makes Patrick Mahomes a better quarterback. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because that's going to show you a coach care about what you're doing on the field. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just saying, "Oh well, I want to," you know, "I want to have my way." Yeah, you had some success, but guess what? Your success came from him. Yeah, you make marvelous plays, like like a Matt Lafleur, like Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers. Even even though Aaron Rodgers is a diva, but Matt Lafleur, he's gonna call the play that he feels yep. is going to be that. Now he made some bumble plays, calls here and there, but he got a, he he got Aaron Rodgers to trust him. That's the point. Yep. Scott Turner got to have, he got to talk to Carson Wentz. He got to say, hey, what do you like? What did you do in Philly that made you so successful? Take some of that and apply it to him. Every quarterback that leads a system, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning first, he left, he left Indy, went to Denver, took his playing style to Denver, went to the playoffs and went to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, 20-plus years in New England, took his system in the middle of the season, told him and Brian and Aaron, Bruce Aarons, no, nah, that risk-it-no-biscuit risk ain't working. Changed that whole offense dynamic. They went to the Super Bowl. Now you're going to see the same thing with um, – you're going to see the same thing with um, Russell Wilson. It's just going to take a matter of time for him to get it together over there. They haven't lost their running back for the season now, I think, over there. But it's just going to take time. Same thing. Same thing with um, like they had. You know, they was talking about Jimmy G was supposed to come to us because yeah, but his his shoulder injury, and whatever. But guess what? If Jimmy G did came, he everything that he knew was Scott um Mike Shanahan knew, he could apply it over there. So, yeah. 
you got to talk to your quarterback and say, hey, what works for you? What do this for you? Um, David Valentine say Richardson, the um, quarterback for the Gator for Florida, um, and KJ Johnson, the quarterback, Arkansas, are athletic and have cannons for arms. Um, Check out quarterback Grayson McCall, who is um, fantastic and slides under the radio. I I'll definitely keep my eyes on him. And yeah, also too, beast, yeah. Or also too, that quarter that backup quarterback for Alabama, he's nice. Oh yeah. He is nice, man. He came in and bought good grief. I was like, man, Alabama, I don't know what Alabama behind these people at. Yeah, and that they bought to become a quarterback factory. You got three guys that's doing well in the NFL now. And then yeah. Bryce Young will be here next year, become a, he'll be a franchise quarterback somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we keep going the way we is, we end up might end up drafting him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, to a point, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. If we draft, you know, if we number one, I mean, if you know, yeah, if we if we number one or number two, I mean, we'll, you know, no pun intended, but I know if we don't get the quarterback, if we don't have no attention, we will command a lot of assets to get get up there somebody that trade we willing to trade up to get up there yeah but. and sometimes man sometimes i sit here and watch these games and i'll be like man washington should be winning these games by a lot look at the offense but i'll be thinking they, these jokes be tanking on purpose for some i mean i'll be just thinking that and i don't want to i don't want to think like that because right. I, I, I see it in the nba a lot i see uh-huh. they i see they tank a lot on purpose They'll be teams be blow, be having these big leads, and all of a sudden they just lose it. And it's like it's impossible just to lose a lead like that because you just you all of a sudden you start shooting bricks and you was knocking everything down. Come on, and you ain't getting that cold that fast, right? And the thing about that too is like, and it, and like this is and like people think, oh well, you know, but this this is a talented Ross. It's probably one of the best Rosses we've had. In quite some time, like we got some talent on this team. Don't get it. Don't. Yeah. That's the thing that's. I think this was frustrating the most. Like, and yep. like, and I think what was it? Uh, was it Sub Zero? We talked about the Giants. That's the team mm-hmm. where you think about uh, Scrub Zero, and you get think yourself like they're not as talented as us, but like they're three and one, and they're and they're getting it done. And I I don't care what people say. Well, they they beat Chicago. They beat, uh, you know, who else did they beat? They beat uh, Seattle. No, they, they play Seattle. Yeah, they beat Seattle. Yeah. And so and they, like, they could, and they almost beat the Giants. I mean, they almost, almost beat Dallas. Almost beat the Cowboys, yeah. So they really was under, almost undefeated, where just like, you know, they had more of a fight than we did. Yeah. Know? So, you know, to their credit. So just like, this team got talent. That's why I think it's this was the most frustrating thing about it more so. This ain't like 2019. It's like mm-hmm. we know 2019 was gonna be an, an abysmal failure. Like we knew, yeah. even though you know we knew like okay, well this this isn't gonna be our best team. Obviously coming off the you know the Alex Smith injury, knowing he won't go play, you know all this type of stuff. So this year is different. This year, especially coming off of you know when we you know we were seven and ten last year with a hard schedule and playing with a backup quarterback. And, exactly. You know, so. Now, you know, we've paid, you know, Carson Wentz almost $30 million. And, you know. It's like we really stuck with him. Right. I mean, for 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 now, you know. But, yeah, we stuck yeah. with him. And there's ways to kind of get out of that, out of, you know, to, to finagle ourselves out of that out of that mess. 
Yeah. But um, and that's what and that's one thing too, where it's gonna bite us potentially bite us in the butt, like as far as because obviously we got you know draft capital, you know, we had to you know sequester a few picks away from that. So I mean, yeah, the way, I mean, yeah. The way I look at it is that if we did end up with a high we did end up with a high draft pick and say mm-hmm. that teams calling they need a quarterback and we got Sam Howell there, yeah, we could we could negotiate and say, hey. Even if we even if we number three or four, teams gonna want to move up to them spots. So we could easily we could easily trade away a um trade away to get like a bunch of draft picks to fall down later, get like a, a couple offensive lines, fill up that defense a little bit better, or whatever the case might be. Um it, it is a way to do it. Maybe that you know, I Ron say, well, hey. Because he, uh, the statement that I read earlier today, it was like he was talking about people was talk um, on him, and he said, "Well, it was like that when he went to Carolina." He said, "When I went to Carolina, it was two and fourteen at the time." He said, "But it took time till we got with there." But yeah, it took time. You did got there, but you you still messed it up because you could have built off your Super Bowl run. You know, what I'm saying going to the Super Bowl and kept some of your personnel there to continue to growth of Cam Newton. Cam Newton would have been your franchise quarterback. Y'all all they had to do is just continue to put weapons around him. Y'all, y'all, you got rid of everybody, and then you eventually got fired. You know what I'm saying? Then you come to Washington. Yeah, we struggling. You know, but you came with this plan. You know, you want to build character and all of this stuff, and you brought all your your people in. You know, Dan Snyder let you bring your people in. Yeah, it looked good the first year. Everybody said, okay, we believe in Ron's plan. Boom, 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 boom. Second year, you know what? We went, we were 79. We won a division because of the bubble. All right, this the third year. You know what I'm saying? We you draft all of this talent. Supposed to have all this depth. This probably Carson Wentz, most um, talented offense that he had since he's been in Philly. And we still regressing for some reason. We regressing really bad. So my thing is this here is that either they're gonna try to win games, or they not gonna or they trying to get position themselves back for the draft. And I will know. Let me see. We four games in the season. By the eighth game of the season, <laughs> I, guess what? When I come back on Monday. Monday morning, Monday evening, and do another show, <laughs> and you come in. I will tell you, we tanking because <laughs> that's what I I would know for fact. And and because we definitely don't win Tennessee in Chicago. We got. <laughs> I, let me see because I I did this last night and I and we got and remember we got a short week coming up. So obviously we got Sunday and then we come back on Thursday. Thursday night, night yeah, play yeah, Chicago. So, yeah, so and then we got Aaron Rodgers coming to the crib. We got Aaron Rodgers. Then we got to play Maddie Ice. Then we gotta yeah. go face Kirk Cousins, you know what I'm saying? Then yeah, we got the yeah. you got the Eagles, then we got the Texans, then we got the Falcons, and them games ain't no give me. Right. And and so, those two teams are playing hard. Like, you know, yeah. Houston, um, Houston, you know, to their credit, they've been in every game. They've been in every yeah. game this year. And in Atlanta, you know, they're another team where that thing they're what two and two. They beat Cleveland last week. I mean, it wasn't that last week, but yesterday, they almost beat the Rams. So it's hey. like, you know. Sad, so, sad, sad to say, we might be in a we might be in a race with te- the Texans. 
I um, mean, Jack, yeah. in Texas in the final, or Texas somebody, I think that's on the, the draft thing yesterday, the day or this, somebody up there, but it's just, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, like I say, we, you know, we want the team to do well because of what the talent's on there. Yeah, injuries happen, but guess what? Ron, go get some real depth. Get some young depth. You know what I'm saying? Not somebody that's cheap. Get some young depth. That's somebody that's eager that want to make a, 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 a contribution to the team and want to make a name for themselves in the NFL. You bringing all these old people that they 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 got all kind of nicks and bumps of injuries, and they probably gonna play what about two or three games before they get hurt, and then they sideline, and then we right back in there. Yeah, if you want Carson Wentz to be successful then help him out a little bit more. If you, you're not trying to help him out and you just got him there to say, well, we did, went out for a quarterback, but, you know, it didn't work out for us because you spent, you took up a contract for him that you shouldn't have. You could have just, like, rolled with Tanner Heineke and put him in the position and let Sam Howell be right behind him and then got some – we could have got a Marcus Mariota or, or Mr. Trubisky oh, no. or, or somebody – to be a third string quarterback just in case. And then we could have we could have rolled the season just like that. At least we yeah. wouldn't have had our expectations so high. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At least we could say, okay, yeah, we'd be just by you know, eight eight and eight and what nine or whatever the case might be. At least we have something to look for. At least we cause we know Taylor Honey, he gonna get us some games. We know Sam Howell is a gamer. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gotta we didn't worry. But you brought Carson Winston. So, you know, we talk about, okay, we giving him a shot and we thinking 10, 11 games. We, man, look at here. That's <laughs> not even about to happen. So, um, this, I, I usually do a pre, I have been slipping for the last two weeks. So I usually do a pregame, uh, preview to Washington's game. And then the weekend come out, just like, I do a post game. <laughs> so, right. um, but, I don't know, um, Coach Man. I'm just. I just feel like this team. They could be in a better direction that they are in, and they just. I think they kill. They shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, just like you know, I cover my Miami Hurricanes. You know, they had a bad game against Middle Tennessee State, but guess what? Mario Cristobal came out here and says things got to change. He said we're gonna stick with our quarterback. We can't turn on because he had a bad game. But at the same time, that's just say we're going to stick with you. But if you have another bad game, we're going to replace you. You know what I'm saying? So I read between the lines on that, you know, and everything. But this is what Ron he got to say. He got to sit and talk to Carson. And like I said, we were just saying that. You got to talk to the guy. Ask him what he like. Help him out. And then provide that for him. If you just sitting there coaching and and it's gonna be your way, oh, we got the guys that um we got the guys that make plays. No, we don't, because we don't have enough depth. You ain't going out there, you ain't taking nobody from the practice squad, you ain't snatching nobody from the other team's practice squad to bring up up there to put that depth there on that team. If you know um Wild Goose ain't playing good, get rid of him. You know what I'm saying? Get rid of him. If you know Fuller and um, the other um, special victims unit, William Jackson William ain't Jackson playing. Third, we, yeah, yeah, William Jackson ain't playing. They, I guarantee you there's some guys on the practice squad. All them under, under, uh, unrestricted free agents that y'all brought in 
over the summer after the draft, you mean none of them couldn't couldn't make the team? All of them that I, I covered, they could not, not make the team? Come on, man. Ron Rivera playing – he out there playing games, man. For sure. Yeah. He playing games. And he going to keep on. The, the cry for him to be fired is going to be so loud. For sure. And – uh, and when people's, we already don't have enough people in the stands now. And if they don't show up, and they hit Daniel Snyder's pocket, guess what's going to happen? You know, Daniel Snyder ain't gonna let nobody test that money. He need to go. That's that's a that's the, I, at the end of the day, he need to be the one that's going. He he causes all this. It's a he's a root. You want to want want to know why why uh uh you know a uh, a plant don't grow. He the reason. He the foundation. He's yeah. the, he's the, he's the he, dirt. He's the, the he's the bad he's the bad right. soil. He's the bad soil. Right. He like why, right. He like clay. You know what I'm saying? You can't grow nothing in clay. Right. Yeah. Why why rose don't 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 grow in a concrete jungle? Mm-hmm. That's I was <laughs> I was supposed to. I actually was supposed to do some research because I heard something about. Well, I know a couple of weeks ago that they said that old, some of the owners is growing the anguish of Daniel Snyder. And then I heard something yesterday that um, there's a, poss- a p- potential possibility of um, there's two teams that could be up for sale, Washington and Seattle. You know what I'm saying? And I know for a fact, because I covered this last year. Yeah. That Jeff Bezos is desperately interested. He was interested in Seattle, and he's sure interested in Washington. And if he get his hands on either franchise, because there was a there was a report I reported. It's a video uh, I did. I'm gonna have to go back and look for it. Um, and I have to share it with you. But now I don't. I won't. I don't think it would happen. But. There was talk about Washington on um, the Washington franchise relocating all the way across across to the Midwest to Tacoma, Washington, because they was trying to tie the name because there's are some kind of war stuff that goes on in Tacoma, which I lived in Seattle. I know Tacoma pretty well. And because Daniel Snyder wants a new stadium because of the fact of the casinos. But yeah. see, Jeff Bezos has so much money that he he has Amazon in Seattle and he has the Washington Post here um yep um the Washington Post on um and here in DC yep. now if he owns one if he was the owner team the team could stay the team could relocate you know what I'm saying but we don't know but the fact of the matter is is that I think now people starting to see that this franchise and then you, you know what happened with the Phoenix owner. It's it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of yeah. like putting a lot of antennas in people's ear and say, you know what, hey, this franchise is suffering real bad. It's already got bad coaching. The owner is not making no progress of making the franchise even better. Yeah, he may change some stuff for cultural purposes for that woke situation or to make it look good for TV and whatever the case yeah. might be. Nope. But there are underlying problems that still exist. Until you remove the head of the snake, yeah. the bo- the body is going to still be existing. Yep. So with that being said, oh, hold on, let me read one more comment. 
Yeah. Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft and Kokini are backing up Snyder. Some of the owners are yeah. on Snyder's side. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I already know that Jerry Jones, I, this is the first time I heard of um, Robert Kraft and now the other guy. Well, that's three yeah, people. And I, you know Jerry Jones. His powerful is, people. Yeah. Powerful. Powerful. Yeah. Because if you know Robert Kraft did something and he got away with it, you know what I'm saying? He be, he he's yeah. the new porn star, and then you already know Jerry Jones. He got a lot. He you know he got a um a child out there. That he don't even claim, but he paying her off. Yeah, and you know then, what I'm saying? Yeah, and then Cronky, he yeah. didn't, he moved that pole team in St. Louis down to L.A. and look at what, what's going on now. Yeah. So I, if they move to Washington State, oh, I'm I'm done with this franchise. Yeah. That, that, so I would be completely done if that happened. I would be. Heartbroken I, to a point where I, I you that that would piss me that would piss me off. I would I, I, I would I think mm-hmm. if, I think if Jeff Bezos was to get he get ownership of the Washington um, Commanders, I think he will find a way to put it back in RFK Stadium, yeah, rebuild. Real, yeah. I think that's he would. Mean. I think he would do that. I think the team yep. will be. I think the team real will rebrand back to. To the name a little bit, some form of the name a little bit. I think it will re, re, rebrand back. That's my take on that situation. But yeah, um, David, you absolutely right. Doing three of the most three of the do the first two is the most powerful owners that I know, and that's why Daniel Snyder ain't going nowhere. But even though Jerry Jones and the Patriots got their team competitive, so why we can't be competitive? Even though they are flamboyant owners. Daniel Snyder, he if you're gonna be hanging around people like that, make your team competitive, at least something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He can't get in his way, he can't even get out of his own way. No, he can't. Like, he can't walk at you bubblegum. No, he he's he's like he, to them, he's like Mr. Mugu. He like the he they like the three stooges, but he's more like Hurley, just stupid, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. He just, yeah, <laughs> so but. Unless that man, this this is my Watch the Commanders episode two of the aftermath. Great dialect. I'm glad Coach you was able to jump on here with me. Yeah, sure. You know, um, you welcome anytime, man. Anytime, yeah. and you okay. you definitely you every Monday I do this. You know, okay. so you welcome anytime. Um, yeah. Like I said, the the aftermath will be transitioning over to uh, Sports Empire Network the uh, next monday so therefore we bring more followers in but it still will be connected to my brand as well so that's gonna be a great great experience because um i will be doing three shows under the sports empire network i will be doing my washington commanders um my miami hurricanes on tuesday and then when the basketball season starts, I, either thursday or friday i will be doing my chicago bulls um red alert um um a segment so yeah so i'm gonna be it's gonna be a lot of work this season so but unless that man i appreciate it you know like you know one love could um keep doing what you're doing i'll definitely check out your show also you know what i'm saying so um i do have that on round table sports of delhi cra text me talking about she only got five five or 45 minutes um on Wednesday. I said I told her that's all I, I need 45 yeah. minutes. You know what I'm saying? So 
But like I say, if you see me pop up, man, hey, you're welcome to come in and sure. you know we get we get it popping on that one too. So, sure. but anyway, guys, thank y'all for tuning in. If y'all missed the show, you can always catch it on the replay. Until then, we out. Hey, so amazing. Uh, you see how they playing? Uh, live wire. It's all about sports and entertainment. Uh, you don't want to miss it. So official like you never seen. Keep it going till the whistle blowing from the referee. Uh, everything from highlights and stats. You know that we got to run it back. Whether on the field or the court. You know that this is where it's at. Uh, subscribe, no delaying. Uh, this is live wire. Uh, sports and entertainment. Let's go.